When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome back, everyone, to yet another episode. I apologize already. I'm just going to get it out of the way. I apologize for it being a little lapse of episodes there, um, but I have good. I have a very good excuse. Um, that good excuse is that I've been thoroughly overwhelmed with K-dramas. <laughs> I have been swimming in K-dramas and so much so that I've actually behind with a lot of dramas that I was, you know, watching. So yeah, I'm just playing catch up and starting things that I hadn't gotten a chance to start. And that brings me to the, the episode that I'm recording right now. I finally figured out how to you know, me and Disney Plus, we've worked out our differences. And now I am able to watch all the Disney Plus dramas that I had not um, recently had access to. And the two that I definitely wanted to watch and which kind of forced me to finally find a solution to my Disney Plus kind of, you know, drama, it was Love All Play and Bloody Heart. I definitely wanted to watch those two. I had been hearing good things about them. And I just was like, I got to get over there on Disney Plus. I got to. I have to figure it out. So with the lovely assistance and help from one of my K-drama friends, you know who you are, who kind of like... I guess, held my hand through the process of figuring out how to watch um, Love All Play and Bloody Heart and in my country, which is not one that has access to K-dramas. With their lovely help, I was able to figure everything out and start watching Love All Play and Bloody Heart. So that is why I am recording my um, first impressions of both kind of like at the same time, because it's just my, hey, look here, I'm finally able to watch Disney Plus and talk about them. So that is what I'm doing today. Um, but I do want to say, I don't want to gatekeep how I got myself into getting this access. So let me go ahead and kind of briefly talk about that. So as you may know, Disney Plus, K-dramas, Korean shows are kind of on lockdown for certain, um, are restricted for certain regions, certain countries. I'm in the U.S. and I'm one of the countries that, well, I live in one of the countries that does not have access to all of these lovely shows that I want to watch. So I needed a VPN and I know everyone knows what a VPN is. And so that wasn't new to me. So I ended up downloading quite a few different VPNs to gain access to these dramas and none of them would work none of them would work and then after some research and the help of my k-drama friend um, who I kind of chat with a lot on IG we figured out well they told me that it's only one VPN that gives you access to Disney plus and that is Express VPN so I had 
downloaded all of the VPNs I could possibly download except for ExpressVPN. So when I kept saying it's not working for me, they were like, have you did ExpressVPN? That one works. And I was like, okay. And then I Googled it and sure enough, I, you find out online that ExpressVPN is the only one that gives you access to Disney Plus. And you guys may already know this, and this is just me failing because I am an old school K-drama watcher and I used to go through all kinds of um, not so legal ways to watch my K-dramas and I do not feel any shame about that. I needed access to them and so I did what I had to do, okay? Don't judge me. So I did what I had to do and um, I'm, I've been in the game too long. I don't want to continue to do those ways, you know? I've loved, I love the accessibility that we now have with all these different apps that, you know, give you access to K-dramas with no problems. And so I don't want to go back down the kind of little shaky, shady routes that I used to go down <laughs> to watch K-dramas. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to figure out this ExpressVPN thing so I can just watch it comfortably and not like on some of those, you know, websites that I I, you know, those websites, you know, those websites. So I, again, nothing, no shade to those websites because they have saw me through a many of dramas that I wanted to watch and didn't have access to. So that's not what I'm saying, but I kind of just like, I think I can figure this one out. So sure enough, ExpressVPN is the VPN to use if you want to gain access to the K shows, K dramas on Disney plus. The only thing that I did have to struggle with after I got the VPN on there and everything I had to figure out which region <laughs> had access to the K-dramas. And that was a simple Google search. Um, and I'm sure some tons of people who are already in these countries know they have access and there's no problems. But I had to find a country <laughs> that had access. And Korea, weirdly, is not one of them. I could not get access to it through Korea, Korea for some reason. But I have tried a lot of different other countries and now have access. Most of it is, um, I, I would say the um in asia there's a lot of countries that have access to it but for something like korea i can't get access i don't know why but anyway i am using expressvpn to now watch all the dramas that i need to watch on disney plus and i decided to start with love all play and bloody heart because hey it's currently airing. I, I don't want to get too far behind. So I'm trying to catch up with these two. Well, that's what we'll see after I talk about my first impressions, if I want to catch up with these two. Um, but I definitely would say if you are kind of struggling or trying to figure out what it is with ExpressVPN, all that kind of stuff, let me know. Um, and I can help you now that I got help and someone helped me figure it out. I can help you figure it out. Um, but also I reached out to ExpressVPN because they obviously were helping me out um and they gave me a link so that you guys can use my uh, affiliate link if you want to get a little deal on you know if you want to use expressvpn again it's on the more on the expensive side as far as vpns go but it is doing wonders for me getting through all of these k-dramas that i wanted to watch so Let's now get into my first impressions of Love All Play and Bloody Heart. So yes, this is a weird combo to do in the same episode, but I think it's fine. I think it's fine because I think I'm only doing it because I'm watching them simultaneously on Disney Plus right now. So I thought I might as well talk about them both. So, but they're going to be very different <laughs> things to talk about. Um, but let's start with Love All Play because this is the one I started with first. Um, and I don't 
don't know. I think Love Off Play is like all the way into 10 episodes already. So I'm quite behind. I know it's a 16 episode drama. So I have some time to catch up if I really, you know, marathon it. But I did get through the first three episodes so that I can do a, like first impressions. And I'm going to tell you, this is the same for both Love All Play and Bloody Heart. I ended up having to get to the third episode, get through the third episode of both because the first two left me a little confused as far as like, do I want to watch this? <laughs> so if I gave my true, honest first impressions based off of the first two episodes, I would say I was questioning if I was going to watch these two dramas, hands down. However, after getting into episode three and finishing episode three, I was kind of like, okay, I think it's, 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 it's informing me that there's something here for me and I just needed to give it a little bit more time. But let's start with Love All Play. So Love All Play has a couple different titles, but the two that I know, it's Love All Play and then the speed going to you 493 kilometers. Yes, that long title. Um, But on Disney Plus, that is the title that it goes by, the speed going to you. So that's the way you have to look it up on Disney Plus. Um, But I... I was interested in this because I liked the the cast when I saw the kind of teaser. I was like, okay, I like the cast. And I kind of like sports dramas. I feel like I, I can get into them. Um, they can, it depends. But I, I this one was like, okay, I think this is okay. And the other thing that I liked was that the age that these the two kind of leads or the main leads are in this drama. I enjoy that they are around 20 in their mid-20s. So they're not high schoolers. Um, and so I thought that was different and I, I don't feel like I really watched the drama that kind of focuses on that age and kind of exploring you know filming in sports you know plans to do the Olympics and things like that so I was like this should be interesting I think it should be right and the other thing is that I was excited to see um, Che Jong Kyop, who is playing the kind of um, main lead, a uh, male lead, Park Tae Joon. I was excited to see him in a drama that was going to be a romance um, because I feel like the other dramas I've seen him in, he's always been the second male lead and he never gets his love interest or it's like such a struggle if he does get anywhere with them. So I was like, this just seems like this would be his first kind of, you know, experience of getting the girl right out the gate and not having to fight tooth and nail someone else for her so I thought that was good and I wanted to see him finally succeed (laughs) in getting the girl Um, so that was one of my reasons for jumping into this Um, and I have not really watched much with Park um, Park Joo-hyun who is playing the um, female lead Park Tae-yang so I thought that was nice to see another kind of fresh face for me I know she's been in a couple things but I don't think I've ever really watched her anything or if I did, I wasn't paying that closely attention to her. So I'm like, you know, this is her in a lead. So I wanted to see her and give her a good chance. So I, either way, there were some good things right off the bat for this drama before starting. So let's now get into the actual story um, that I've gathered so far from these first couple episodes. So we um, meet very early on um, Pak Tae-yang, who is a badminton athlete. Yes, this is a drama about the sport of badminton. I thought, hey, this is cool. It kind of reminded me of, you know, 25-21 and the fencing. So I was like, okay, a different sport that I'm not so familiar with and wanting to see kind of 
you know, the aspect, you know, the ins and out of Batman, I thought would be interesting. So um, we meet her and she apparently has been away from Batman on a professional level for years. And it's up supposedly because of some incident um, that we're not really privy to in the early episodes. Um, we also get to meet um, Taejun, Park Taejun, and he's also a Batman player. He is on his way out. He's kind of like, I'm getting ready to quit this. I don't really want to do this anymore. He's over badminton. Um, but at some point he ends up meeting Tae Yang and then they end up, you know, playing badminton together. Okay. Um, but basically it's kind of this romance love story between these two. And then we also get to follow a lot of the other badminton I guess, players on their team um, because they kind of end up joining the same team and we get to explore and see these other badminton players and their little kind of romances and love interests and and things like that. Um, But, you know, we don't get to see that obviously out the gate in the first three episodes, but that's kind of the basis of this drama. But the thing that stood out to me most in these first episodes was that, again, we're coming into our main lead's character um, after she has been out of badminton for a while because of a incident. We don't know what the incident is. We just know something happened and she had to basically run away from badminton, the sport of badminton. Um, and when she returns to badminton, it's, at, you know, after people a rumor has spread around for the reason being that she had bribed or she was in, you know, operating with bribery in some in some way um, in the sport. And that led for her to basically run and hide um, from Batman. And now that she's back, she's ostracized by all of her, you know, teammates, by all the other players. They absolutely can't stand her. They want nothing to do with her. And she's, you know, just like taking what she, you know, she's just taking it and she's just like, you know what, this is what I deserve. And so she has her head down a lot in regards to the way that she's being treated um but she keeps a smile on her face and she keeps she's keeping at it she wants to play badminton she wants to come back into the sport she wants to do well but she's being beat up left and right and not physically but you know just like emotionally and being bullied to some degree by her actual teammates um and it's really difficult to watch in the early episodes because um I don't know why they're being so mean to her because we know from the first episode that she, the rumor of her committing some kind of, you know, operating in bribery, um, that's not true. She kind of reveals that very early on. So we don't know what this major incident is. She is the only one that knows and one other person who's another badminton player he's like a star badminton player um though they are the only ones who are privy to this information of this incident that has that led her to flee from badminton for three years and it's so frustrating to watch these first two episodes not even first two first three episodes of of her being treated the way that she's treated um and her kind of talking around why she's being treated the way that she's being treated and no one revealing or us not having the full story but seeing her having to go through what she's going through with the the team members um and then also just herself like she's battling with herself about this situation and there's like flashbacks to this incident and this other player um um played by Park Ji Hyun um and something happened with her we know there's something that happened with them and and it's so frustrating I'm gonna be honest I was so annoyed because it's so serious like in episode three um Park Tae Yang and the other 
star badminton player um, Juhan, he is also privy to what happened in the past. And they are having this intense kind of argument and breakdown kind of moment about said incident. And we're supposed to be you know, feeling for them in this moment, but I couldn't do so because I just wanted to know what are we so angry about? What is it? What are we arguing about? What are we so hurt about? What happened? All we know is that the incident led to the disappearance of the, this player, former badminton player, uh, played the character played by Park Ji Hyun, and I am just trying to figure out. I didn't. I thought she was dead for the longest, but apparently she's not dead. Uh, she just disappeared, and, for, and no one knows where she is. I don't know. But if they would have revealed to me early on that something that you know, Park, you know, the Park Ji Yang character had done had basically caused the death of this other player from the past, then yeah, I would be able to kind of like relate a little bit more. But then that's not the case but she's just missing and so it's like so what is the problem you know why is she missing what could this what could have what could Yang had possibly done to cause someone else to no longer want to play Batman and also just disappear off the face of the earth what could she have possibly done and the fact that we don't know that yet we're supposed to be feeling for her character but then also um you know relating to the other you know character in his situation because he used to date her and he's like I don't know where she is she won't get in contact with us and this is all your fault you know like what did she do I just need to know and I'm sorry but that was so frustrating in this first couple episodes and I'm assuming it continues for a while because it's like this little hidden mystery that they won't reveal and yet everything that this character is dealing with in these first episodes has to do with that one incident that we know nothing really about or at least not enough for me to really care (laughs) I'm gonna be honest so I was struggling with that in these first episodes um the motivation behind some of the, the the things that were happening in the first episodes I'm I'm struggling with it however given my first impressions so what's saving me right now with this drama is definitely the um relationship that is forming between the lead um character Pak Yang and Pak Jun. I am definitely enamored with them already as a as a kind of a set so they are both badminton players and they're both on the same team and the thing is that Jun he is aware that she's being ostracized for whatever reason, but he obviously knows that bribery isn't the issue. He doesn't know what happened in her past, but he knows that he doesn't have anything against her. Like he has no reason to hate her or mistreat her. So he is very accepting to her early on. And it's mostly because he knew her when she was younger. Of course, most K-drama stories has a, they knew each other when they were kids storyline. And so they knew each other when they were kids. And he, he is, heralds himself as the person who actually discovered her as a badminton player. Um, and she was also becoming a star when she up and left. And so he still remembers her being that way. And he, you know, is rooting for her essentially. And she remembers him and and also is rooting for him. And she kind of sees that he doesn't take Batman as seriously as he could because she sees that he's talented, but she feels like he doesn't 
feed that talent. And so they both kind of are rooting for each other. And that is kind of their foundation of their, you know, friendship that starts forming. It's like, hey, I know you're a good player. You can do this. Hey, I know you're a good player. You can do this. And I love that. I love that. But also, <laughs> and I think this is the Taejun character. He is not very shy about being, um, I guess, very receptive to her and that in any way, like he is supporting her as a player, but he also is just like also eyeing her, you know, he's like, I like her in some capacity, be it because she's a good player or be it because I feel, you know, a little bad for her, be it whatever. But he, from the first episode, he he puts the game down he puts the game on her and it's and it's pretty smooth it's pretty pretty smooth and so I was eating it up I could not stop smiling a lot with their interactions I mean their chemistry is through the roof I mean they have me like with the butterflies watching their interactions he's so sweet to her um and she's and she's so sweet to him like I love their relationship already um and the other thing that I loved about the first couple episodes is that they set up this kind of um situation where because they're on the same team now there's no dating on the team you know and so it's like you have to date in secret and you know I love a good secret dating storyline plot line love it love it to pieces so I've it's like okay I'm interested I'm interested um and then the other thing they set up is that in them playing they're gonna be you know Batman you can play as a single or you can play in doubles and you can also do mixed doubles so male and female and that is gonna be kind of the setup for I guess her getting back into Batman and her playing again is her playing with him as her partner and I am really excited to see that I love that about sports you know stories and dramas where you kind of have them working on the same thing together um so I'm I'm kind of excited for that so I have to say right off the bat my first impressions was that I'm a little frustrated with the the backstory that they're not giving us but which is fueling a lot of the kind of current situations of our main character it's just not enough. They haven't revealed enough for me to really care about all that other stuff that she's dealing with. However, the relationship they're they're putting forward with her and Taejun, I'm eating it up with a spoon. And that alone now is enough for me to keep watching, I believe. Again, I'm only through episode three, so I don't know what episode four is going to bring, but I am currently wanting to stick around just to watch their relationship I think it's gonna be it's so adorable like I think I could just watch their scenes and that would be good enough um and speaking of that they like I said their story also focuses on other characters and on the team and their relationships with each other and I know they're setting up a relationship between the star badminton player um his character's name is Yuk Jung-Hwan and the character Yi Yu-Min so they are supposed to have another little relationship situation romance thing going on and mm, (laughs) that's not being sold to me very well currently so I'm not sure about side characters just yet um there's not enough going on on the side for me to really care and I don't know how much that's gonna be a big part of these this drama but based off of the first couple episodes, it looks like it's going to be a nice big chunk. <laughs> and I am not 
immediately in love with the side characters and their little romance or whatever they're supposed to be forming. Not quite there with them yet. Um, Hopefully that picks up. Hopefully that picks up, but we'll see. Um, and this is just a side note. The the, the actor who plays the um, Yuk Jung Won, Kim Moo Jun, I think is his name. He looks so much to me like Jin from BTS. Like it's a little frustrating at how much he looks like Jin. I could so distract. I was like, wait, is this Jin in a drama? Wait, what's... So um, it just made me think about that BTS drama that they were supposed to be you know, filming and releasing, but then got put on hold because people weren't happy with the casting. And I was like, hey, if they're going to choose someone for, you know, Jin, I definitely think he should put his his, his hat in the ring. Unless he was already in the ring. I don't remember who the actors were, um, but that's just a side note. That, that was just, but yeah, so that's kind of where I am with Love All Play. I will be sticking around to kind of keep watching because I just want to see the the main leads. Their relationship is adorable. And like I said, I can't stop smiling every time they are on screen interacting together. So the chemistry between our actors there mm, is, is there. It's definitely there. So definitely a plus for the drama and enough for me to keep watching. But there's a lot of other inner, you know, pieces, little puzzle pieces in this drama that are not, you know, linking too well for me right now. So they're lucky they have them. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. They're lucky they have them. But anyway, I think, you know, it could just be catching its stride and it's still early for me in the drama. So it may definitely pick up, but we shall see. So that's kind of my first impressions of Love All Play. So now let's make a drastic shift and change to this kind of youth drama, um, youth sports drama, not youth sports romance drama to something definitely not, not of the same. So Bloody Heart, this one is our Seguk drama, one that I am, was super excited about because I'm not watching um, any Seguk and I haven't watched any for couple months now so I, I like to always have a say drama in my in my rotation and I hadn't really had one so I was like okay let's try this one um and so that okay let me just get into a little bit what it's about so bloody heart is um basically a familiar story and that again is just based off the first three episodes of course the story could take a turn and change and other things may be coming up in you know the 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 pipeline but from the first three episodes i definitely did feel it's kind of of a similar concept with a lot of seiku dramas um where the king is the focus um where we're dealing with a puppet king and him having to battle or fight someone in the court who is basically the real person in power and he is kind of so frustrated because because, you know, he can only do what this other person tells him to do, even though he is the actual king. So that is the same setup for this drama. We have Ijun um, playing Ite, um, and we have Jang Hyuk playing Park Gae-won, which is basically the kind of head left chancellor of, um, of the court. And then their kind of struggle in this power dynamics in the in the palace, and then we also have um, Kang Hana playing Yu Jung, who 
is a daughter of like a you know noble family who was originally married you know was going to be his 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 you know his wife his to be in line to be queen when they were younger and then something horrible happens to her family and his mother and things like that and she ends up running and hiding going and hiding and she's not the queen obviously um but he still you know falls for her still loves her and they even in the present still meet (laughs) but she is not aware of who he is she doesn't know that he is the king and the king that she was wants to be married to um and yet she falls in love with this kind of scholar that she just thinks you know comes to visit her every so often um and so that's kind of like the setup so there is a very early on a romance set up between the Ite and Yu Jung character and then they also set up this power um, dynamic between Ite and Park Gae-won, which is um, Jung Hyuk's character, and Ee-jun. And so you kind of get a, a very familiar premise, I'm going to be honest. I was not completely surprised or blown away by much that was happening in the first two episodes. I'm going to be honest. I was kind of a little bored. I'm going to, I know, I don't want to admit this, but I have to. I was a little bored uh, because again, there was something not familiar in a Seiku kind of land. It was just like, yeah, I know, I know, I know where this is going. Then I have to say episode three hit. And I kind of saw the tide change and where the story was going. And I immediately thought, hmm, I that's interesting. Hmm. Because if you know me and a lot of the things that I like um, as far as watching K-dramas and stories, I like a fish out of water. I like mistaken identity. I like that kind of premise of the king you know, being the king and then he, him going out into the, you know, the, this, the, the town and then he's in a disguise and then someone falls for him in this disguise, not knowing he's the king. I love that. So that's not anything, I, there's nothing wrong with it. That's not anything wrong with this drama because I like that. Um, but it's something I've seen a lot. And if it's not done to perfection, then it can get a little boring for me. But the thing that switched it up on me was that they have in episode three, changed it so that we have our um, Yu Jung character she ends up having or get the pro- she gets the proposition to switch her identity um, and I am intrigued <laughs> I'm a little intrigued so if you if I would have stopped at episodes one and two I think I would have dropped the drama and be honest but after watching episode three I I have a hook I have something that's going to keep me around and it is this kind of additional mistaken identity kind of switch um of of character you know switch of identity that I'm gonna I think I'm interested in I think it's gonna be the saving grace for this drama for me and again this drama has been airing for quite some time now so I'm definitely nowhere near caught up but I I think it's a lot there for me now that I see what they're the direction that they're going and it's a direction that I'm interested in Initially, I will say this. I have, you know, I'm quite familiar with Lee Jun, um, who's playing our lead, um, our king in this drama. He has been acting for quite some time after kind of being done with M Black, one of my OG K-pop groups I used to love. Ah, Miss M Black. <laughs> but that's oh, and quickly side note. So. Um, <laughs> Ejun's from the K-pop group in Black from back in 2017. I'm sorry, 2000 and 
oh my gosh, what year was that? 2000. Oh my gosh, I cannot remember what year that was, but I don't want to get get it wrong, so I'm not going to say it. But he used to be in, in black. And in the first episode, one of his queens that ends up dying for some, you know, mysterious reason, she is played by another kind of um, old K-pop group member from Tiara. And so it was nice to see them interacting and being like, hey, get your gigs, get your jobs, get to work. And I haven't seen her in so long. So that was really nice to see her um, after, you know, not seeing her in such a while. But she, I remember when she used to act and she used to be in a couple of dramas I enjoyed. She had a heyday in the moment and, you know, a couple, you know, years ago in drama land and then kind of disappeared. I think there was some controversy that she got herself into. Her name is um, U Jung, Ham U Jung. And again, she was from the group Tiara. But yeah, so it was cool to see her after not seeing her for a little bit. But anywho, that's a side note. That was a ramble. I just thought I would point that out because I thought that was a little cute moment in the first episode. Um, but anyway, the the point is, I was a little nervous when I saw Lee Jun um, as our lead here. I, and this is no shade to Lee Jun because again, I've seen him in quite a few things before and had no issues with his acting or anything like that. But coming from coming from Junho and the red sleeve I was just nervous to watch another you know a k-pop artist acting as a king because no one can compare <laughs> to Junho and the red sleeve um so I was nervous I was going to be comparing the two or things like that but Luckily, his king and Bloody Heart is definitely nothing like our king and um, the Red Sleeve. So I'm not having any issues with that. Um, but I will say that his king is a little less likable. I'm going to be honest. So that was a little like mm, another reason in the first two episodes, I was kind of like, I don't care enough about this king. He's not he's not making me like him enough to care about him fighting this fight um, and falling for this woman. Like, I'm not caring enough for him because he didn't seem as likable as likable to me. And of course, he has justifications for being the way that he is. But it still was coming off a little one dimensional, a little flat for me. And again, I don't think that was acting. I think that's just the writing of the character. I'm going to be honest. I think it is on purpose. It could be on purpose. This kind of, you know, stoic, you know, keen character who's just trying his best to like keep up this facade and, and power through so that he can get to the place, you know, get in the position that he needs to so overthrow this guy who's not even the king. Um, and so he's one track mind. He's only, well, he's really focused on one thing. But the thing that threw me off was that his relationship with the Yujung character was that, you know, he has this woman that he sees every month and he loves and he, you know, goes out to see her. But even in their interactions, I was not rooting for him. I didn't think he cared enough about her or I didn't think they had much of a connection. And again, I don't know if that's just chemistry between actors or just his character not being a character that's letting that wall down enough for him to really see to for it to appear like he really really you know loves this woman um and we don't get to see their love story really we get to see them already kind of in the throes of it and when the first couple episodes so that was a little kind of like mm, a little disappointing for me so the fact that they're now going down the direction of her character 
having to live as a different person, that is what's going to help me hopefully see them potentially fall in love right like in a different way a different setting and maybe we get to see the love story a little bit better and with her having to pretend to be someone else and him pretending like he does like she's someone else you know I I, I'm interested to see if that's where we're going to get the kind of romance because right now like I said it's so only three episodes in and you kind of already know these two characters and their, their their love story it's like it's, we're in, we're in the middle of it and so i was a little annoyed by that but with the change that's happening i and after episode three i think that might be enough for me to kind of power through a couple more episodes to see exactly where they take our our leads here and the other kind of you know dynamic again is the ite and the pot gay one character and that, hmm, I feel like it also feels, it also feels like everything's already where it needs, like it's, we got to it too quickly. Like we didn't get to see the, the struggle and we're already in the middle of the fight, you know? And so I hope with it being a 16 episode drama that the fight doesn't feel long-winded and drawn out unnecessarily because that can happen when you give us everything up front very early on you're really gonna have to do some twists and some turns later on down the drama for us to really make it feel like it's worth continuing with this setup that you already have basically (laughs) solved in the first couple episodes or revealed in the first couple episodes so I'm a little a little nervous about where this story is going to go and hopefully 16 episodes isn't too long for it you know um because i can see me getting tired of this kind of battle between our ite and k1 character but you know if they switch it up a little bit like i said already in episode three i saw the switch there the, you know direction that they're going and i like that so if there's another little switch that happens between those two i think this could be a good one i think this could be a good drama good single drama for the year but again i don't know i'm a little nervous i don't know if it has it in it you know um but yeah so i just for first impression's sake i definitely would say it's one that i'm going to continue to watch just to see where it goes and if there's you know if it's going in a direction that makes sense and seems entertaining. Um, but off the bat, the very first two episodes, I was not immediately blown away. And that goes for both Love All Play and Bloody Heart. First two episodes just didn't do it for me. But that third episode for both of them was critical. Um, and I think sometimes it's like that. Sometimes you got to get through the first half, first couple episodes to really to see the drama hit its stride. Then there's other dramas that right off the gate, opening scene it's amazing and then you hit episode six seven eight and you're like whoa 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 what happened to the drama that i loved (laughs) you know so sometimes it's like i i prefer it this way where i'm i'm second guessing a drama in the beginning not too sure about it and then it surprises me and gets crazy good that i i love when that happens so super excited super excited about seeing where these go and if these are going to be dramas that actually pick up for me um 
But yeah, so that's basically my first impressions of Love All Play and Bloody Heart, two Disney Plus dramas that I did not have access to um, previously. And then after getting ExpressVPN and getting that all figured out, I am now able to watch it and I'm excited that I have access to watch it now. So excited. Um, Again, we'll see if I stick it out with both of them. I'm excited to see what happens in the next couple episodes because they both in episode three gave me some things to hook me a little bit more on. But will they keep it up? We shall see. We shall see. Um, But oh, and one other thing about Bloody Heart. Wow. I mean, I mean, just Bloody Heart. I would say this for Love All Play, but definitely Bloody Heart. Beautiful, beautiful dramas to look at. Absolutely beautiful. Um, I don't know what Disney Plus got going on over there with their K-dramas, but whoever's doing, providing the the cinematography, whoever's doing all of that, gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. Um, There are some shots in Bloody Heart that I'm just like, that is it too beautiful for this drama? I don't know, but it, I mean, gorgeous shots. Like there are so many, so many shots like that in the drama. So it's so totally beautiful to look at. Um, and the acting's good as well. Like I said, Iju, Hana, I know Hana has gotten some critiques about her acting in the past, but she's doing fine. She's okay. Um, and of course we have our lovely Jung Hyuk loving the pieces with his voice. His voice suits Seiguk drama so well. Like he should always do Seiguk with this drama. But um but yeah oh and quick little side note about Jung Hyuk. My introduction to Jung Hyuk and I talked about this in my very I think my second podcast episode I ever put out um about my journey into K Drama Land. I mentioned him in that episode because he's one of my introductions into Korean cinema k-dramas and all of that because he was in volcano high which is back in 2001 and that was a movie that was um on mtv back in the day and i i loved it i mean it had all of the greats in there i mean nina was in it um kong kyok jin was in there i mean so many of like our favorite actors to this day were in volcano high um and i ate it up so just a shout out to Jung Hyuk and him being one of my kind of reasons for being in K-drama. Love him to pieces. But yeah, love his voice. And I love it in, in Seikuk dramas, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. I think I, I talked enough about both of them. I think I gave my first impressions. I think I explained where I am with both of them, right? I think so. Um, and again, I like I said, if you need assistance with getting access to Disney Plus, if you really want to, and you don't want to go the kind of, you know, other websites route, let me know. Message me, DM me on IG. But other than that, I think that's all I got for you guys. <laughs> but I am going to for sure have some more episodes in the works. Trust me, I know I have to make up for my little lapse. So I'm going to be planning on doing some more kind of back to back. So just you wait. Um, but that's all that I have for this episode. Um, and so I want to thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.